Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 108 of Pop Culture Crisis. 108. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Please introduce yourself. It's Mary. How you doing? Hello. I'm doing fantastic. You look like you're holding back uh, for like later. Like you've got a lot of energy maybe and you're holding off. Um, yeah, I'm kind of raring to go. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to make it happen because the last time uh, our co-host had a uh, a crash about two thirds of the way through. I do not like that. We're revealing this publicly. I am that revealing behind it publicly. the scenes information. Oh, I, I, uh, this is uh, introduce yourself, please. So they know who the uh, the, the tired person was last oh my time. Gosh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. Uh, to be fair, it I, I was tired, too, at the end. So it was like it was very. No- and then uh, Mary's like, I didn't notice at all. I had no idea yeah, that anything was probably different. If Brett didn't announce it to the public i would be fine no one would know now but, they're gonna know your performance enhancement secret. yes i uh i missed calculated my caffeine consumption and sort of crashed in the middle of the show i feel bad because i was cutting brett off at the yeah. beginning. i had so many great points at the end i was like wait what you're still talking to me and that's what because like the other day i read some comments and I, I i braved the comment section every once in a while I, I do and one of them was like look too much talking over each other so i've been kind of trying to make it a point to like you know what happens is i tend to be one of these people that i get worried that i'm not going to be able to remember what the hell i was going to say which is a ridiculous thing to worry about so i don't always take the time to pause and then deliver my thoughts and nick was pointing out something it was either you or nick pointing out like when elon musk did an interview with joe rogan and also when he did it with the babylon b he would have like 15 second pauses mm-hmm. where he just thought about what he was going to say. Uh, but that's very hard when you're like, when you're moderating the, the discussion, five seconds feels, uh, one second feels like about 10 seconds, five seconds might as well be an hour and a half. Uh, we can have uh, a relaxed atmosphere. Uh, I have never breaths. been, I have never been relaxed in my life. So I don't know that I could contribute Especially to with this. this energy drink in front of you. Oh my like, gosh. I have never been relaxed. <laughs> that was well, a TikTok trend, right? You guys were both telling me about that. Yeah. Wait, what? It's an audio that's popular right now. The, really? Yeah. Someone's like, the thing about me is that I have never been relaxed in my entire life. Oh, it's been uh, a while since I've been on TikTok. Which She's is very kind sad. of out of the loop. I have to say that. I do try really hard not to talk over people. I feel as though I've gotten so comfortable coming on your show, which again, I'm extremely grateful that you guys both have me back so frequently that I just feel like I'm talking to you guys when we're outside and we don't have to think, oh, people are listening to this and the audio being jumbled makes it difficult for them. Mm. Because when I'm excited, I'm like, oh, yes, Mary, here's the thing. Um, So it feels, it really does feel like a conversation among friends to me, which can... You have to remember that you shouldn't talk over your friends either, but definitely it not is. But it's also recording. a conversation for consumption. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to moderate my ums and ahs, which is not always easy. It's it's a skill set you have to learn to be able to minimize the amount of pauses in a conversation without either losing your train of thought 
or reaching for a word that's not there and kind of just stopping. So uh, it's a every day uh, you learn a little bit more and you and, and you we're grow. We're growing and we're doing better we're, and we're learning. I oppose this. And I'm we're gonna, listening and we see you. <laughs> I'm gonna shrink and forget and I'm not gonna look at you at all. Homogeneity and exclusion. exclusion. <laughs> <laughs> it's my it's my new motto. Uh, that's not really my motto, but uh, just not a bad one though. Yeah. We've been beaten over the head with inclusivity so much. Just the word. I mean, it's not it's not the concept. It's I'm sick of the word. I'm sick of I, I, at this point. Just come up with a new word and we'll be fine. Just <laughs> the sor- the I recommend yeah. it. It's a beautiful new thing. concepts. Free app. You don't even have to. You don't even have to pay for it. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. We speaking of Elon Musk, who I just mentioned a few minutes ago, we've got Elon Musk is um, being interjected into the Amber Heard debate like a pro wrestler whose music comes on in the middle of a match, uh, and he runs down to uh, break up the three count uh, before before the uh, the heel can win. Uh, Should be noted, he's not testifying. He's not no, child. but but his, I unfortunately, am livid. He's not testifying. Very sad. Also, I. No, we're in the middle of our rundown, so I sh- I'll just let you get to it. Okay. I have a good question. We're also going to talk about Rob Kardashian in, in Black China and just about how insane that... Uh, I feel like they're kind of slipping. Like, she's getting away with this. She's kind of slipping under the radar because all the the vitriol from the public is going towards Amber Heard. Meanwhile, she's over here, like, making his life... She made his life miserable. So we it's got stuff on that. It's convenient, isn't it? it uh, yes, it could be a plot could be a plot we've got amanda amanda Bynes and what i consider to be a very sad i uh somewhat of an i told you so coming up through that we got that we got podluck we got a bunch of other stuff so if we are ready ladies shall we get started let's we do shall. it okay all Is right that us talking over each other if we both say that at the same time yes yeah. we're ready that's uh we need that energy <laughs> all the time all right so elon musk elon musk is in the middle of the amber heard and johnny depp uh trial debate right now and this says uh bruises on elon musk while dating amber Tw- is tweeps short for like twitter people is that what that's supposed to mean maybe they were just insulting people who use twitter that that, like could, that could be it twerps yeah i don't know so basically what happened is is because uh everybody knows what's going on with amber heard and johnny depp they found photos of John, uh, of Elon Musk with a face that looks suspiciously bruised. Multiple photos. Multiple photos that look suspiciously and conveniently, bruised. Conveniently, one of those photos, they were sitting at dinner together or something, and it's in exactly the same place as his bruises, but she was wearing this dark red lipstick. Mm-hmm. So it's like plausible deniability. Oh, I was just like kissing him on the cheek, right? Like, that was, uh, she, she sent me that photo. She's like, this photo is I really was good. Fooled. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Amber Heard got one over on you? Yeah. It's a bad thing, man. We don't want Amber Heard getting anything <laughs> over on anybody. You don't know what's going to happen there. So it says, uh, Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard for $50 million, And they just they t- they go down here and they talk about it where it says, uh, uh, Twitter users have now dug up photos of Heard and Musk while they were dating. Tweeps pointed out that Musk had bruises on his face. Take a look. And then it says, since y'all don't worry about the bruises on Johnny Depp, will y'all worry about the bruises on Elon Musk when he was dating Amber Heard? And she's now come out and said, like, I didn't love him, which is like, you know. That's sort of irrelevant. You still could have punched him you, in the face. The, I, why would I punch somebody I didn't love, says. I only punch people that I love, says Amber Heard. Like, Did you love Johnny Depp? Damn it. Mm-hmm. They got me. So it says, uh, Elon Musk, was Amber Heard the reason for those bruises on your face a while ago? It's okay, dog. You can tell me. I like the idea that do, uh, <laughs> hash that at El Goblino is like, it's Yo, okay. Elon Musk is going to DM Joe Schmo 32 on Twitter and be like, just between us. <laughs> Thank you for giving bad. me a chance. Because <laughs> Joe Schmo 32 on Twitter is everybody's friend. 
I've heard of <laughs> other influencers, like lifestyle influencers who get pregnant, like people towards their pregnancy will DM them and be like, did you have the baby? You could tell me. And they're like, why would I tell <laughs> you? That doesn't make any sense. So they'll be like, is it a boy or the girl? Just tell me. Like, why, stranger on the internet? I can keep a secret, says Joe Schmo 32 on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, you know what it is? We need to actually try to get Joe Schmo 32 whoever that is on Twitter, to come on the show. Right. That would be fantastic. Legend. Uh, this, is, uh, this is even more hilarious to me. I apologize for calling this funny, but it is really funny. ACLU believes Elon Musk paid $500,000 in charity donations in Amber Heard's name. What? This wench. This wench. <laughs> like, I cannot. It's like, like. Oh, it's, sorry. I'm having a moment. She, the I cannot imagine dating someone who she doesn't love, who probably she beats up, and being like, "Baby, could you help me? I just really need to make a charitable donation for five hundred thousand dollars." I'm telling you, could you cover that for me? She do must you have be, it. Like, she it's has crazy to be because she has the money. She just didn't yeah. want to do it. But it's easier to spend someone else's money. I heard that. Right. Uh, I heard that Musk bucks just spend easier than <laughs> uh, than your average person's money. Uh, I don't know what would possess. I mean, to Elon Musk, $500,000 is the equivalent of us finding money under the couch cushions. But still. But still uh, it's the principle of the thing. I, I do like the idea that she's literally getting by on the fact that she's just probably absolutely uh, incredible. Uh, in bed that would be my guess that she's just uh like brett you are the only one who thought that I, at this table i i honestly have no idea like she's how even, else do you explain it she she has to have some kind she of has charisma oh yeah well, is that what we're calling is it? that what you're is that what the kids are calling it these days <laughs> look i don't know how she does it i am both like it's horrific but also what are your negotiating strategies, Amber Heard? Like, how are you getting these high-powered men to like be like, yeah, no worries. Like, I'll, I'll just donate That's my. That's just how my much she funds. cares about charity. She, so well, much she doesn't even donate in her own name. We're gonna give. We're gonna get into this. Art, this article so it says the defamation trial, and they go down. And says following the couple's divorce, Heard vowed to donate her seven million dollar settlement to both the ACLU and the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. Depp's team is questioning whether or not that was ever done. That's been a long-standing thing where they're like, it was very clear that not all the money ever got to the place and then there was the question of well we didn't say we were going to give it all at once it was going to be over a period of time now we're finding out that she did not even agree to the pledge like schedule that they sent her basically the aclu said look here's a schedule you know could you sign off on it like these will be the dates for donations right and she just never signed it <laughs> so it says um Depp's, queen, Depp's team is questioning whether or not that was ever done. While Heard's team has said she donated substantially to each of the planned, uh, uh, to each, oh, she donated substantially to each and planned to still complete the payments over a span of 10 years, something they believe was understood by the ACLU. Her lawyer also said that ongoing litigation against Heard and the money she's using to defend herself has caused a delay. So they're actually using the fact that she's being sued as the reason why she hasn't made those donations. Uh, during his testimony, Depp's team uh, Doherty broke down the payments made to the ACLU. At the, as of the date of his deposition in December 2021, he said that 350000 was paid directly from her, while 100000 from Depp, and then 500000 from a donor-advised fund 
and 350000 from another donor-advised fund were made in her name, totaling $1.3 million. Speaking specifically about the $500,000 contribution, he said, quote, we believe that this is a donor-advised fund that was set up by Elon Musk and didn't come from her herself. So is she just like, Elon, like, I know you got SpaceX. I know Tesla's doing pretty well, but... Could you I- do me a little favor aquaman just came out it did good money but we don't got another movie coming out until justice league and like 20 uh till till the snyder cut comes out i'm not getting paid for that i already paid like it was her birthday and he was like can i buy you a diamond tiara and she was like you know what you could do for me pay off my divorce pay off this thing that i said i would do (laughs) thanks that would be excellent not even pay off her divorce pay off this nice thing i said i would do to bolster my public image it seems crazy i can't wait for elon's tell all i oh i'm actually it'll probably be a Neuralink exclusive where you can only listen oh no download it you can only download it to to sail the high seas it's gonna be like the it's gonna be like how like uh apple gave us that shitty u2 album that nobody could get off their phone when they when it came out it's gonna be like when you download Neuralink, it'll just be an elon musk book that you have to listen to (laughs) i'm honestly (laughs) devastated that he is not gonna testify is that like solid and confirmed because is, yeah. I desperately wanted to know if he is the father of Amber Heard's baby born via surrogate during 2020. But like, even if he was, would he be required to like? It might come up because stand? he might have to talk about like whatever relationship. If he mm. had a surrogate with her and he pays child support to her, that might influence like his financial involvement with her. Like, <clears throat> I, I think there would have been. There's a possibility that he would have had to expose himself as the father yeah. of Amber Heard's baby. If he is, it's just alleged. And that's really all I want to know because I need to know if Elon Musk is just tr- plotting to have like a hundred children, just really get his genetics out there. Oh, that's a, yeah, he, he'll probably just start his own clinic where oh he's God. the only donor. He is the only donor. <laughs> also, like, you have to get approved by him yeah. instead of you selecting your <laughs> it's, it's the other way he around. Has to be like, well, I don't know, maybe. He's, he's like, he's your, how tall is your dad? Your dad's like he's five. He's going to make mm. a small nation. Yeah. Yeah. The Elon I, nation. And I'm pay so off and all of their mothers charitable contributions like it's interesting that's uh i also one of the, you know who's losing big time or how amber heard is losing more than anything else is in the funny headlines that all the that have all the awful things that she said about don johnny depp and i was like, keeping note of it but i think the one i see today on the side of the screen is my favorite and just says amber heard said to johnny depp that johnny depp would die fat lonely old a fat lonely old man during a like island uh-huh. fight with his estate manager. So she loved like, saying old man. Yeah, she loves it. Like she knows where to dig at him and yeah. she, she knows how to hurt him. So it says, uh, we're going to keep going with this article here. It says, and I will just say, because I feel obligated to, like that is, those can be calculated forms of abuse. Like, yes. As oh, yeah. Bizarre and histrionic as both of them are, like, let's not as i campaign on this issue like women can be abusive too somebody calls me fat lonely and old i'll be like eh, also, johnny like, depp you know he's a little bit you know better known and, and he's probably well, more used to having his ego also like repeatedly like this yeah. is probably not the first time she's taken a really calculated insult that's uh there's an, an old chris rock skit where he would talk about how women know just you know they know just how to hurt you and where they know just the the, just where to twist the knife it's like that's why your mother's a bitch and it's like, and then she braces, and then when you don't hit her, it means she's got free reign to to do whatever she wants to you because you're never. She knows you're never gonna you know, do anything back to him. So she knew Johnny Depp would never do anything to her, so she could just be verbally abusive to him, and that will that will kill you slow in a much slower and probably more painful way, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're already prone to egotistical behavior, which I'm assuming Johnny Depp. That I'm not saying that's makes him a bad person. I'm just saying like when you're that famous for that long, you're going to have you know narcissistic 
tendencies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it says uh, so there's no one is a saint in this relationship, no. but she seems to be particularly bizarre. I started like when we started recovering it, I tried to be as like charitable as possible about like, look, they were clearly like, because I'm still a personal responsibility person, right? Like I'm still like, he should have left like long, like a long time ago, but she's just done so much that's so awful that it's well, she very- she killed his spirit. Yeah, yeah, like he just looks so broken now. Yeah. Like you killed Jack Sparrow. That's your biggest crime. It says when asked whether it was fair to say that she had not donated the promised 3.5 million, he said that yes, that would be accurate. He added they were very aware early on that her contributions would be half of the seven million dollar proceedings. The other thing that's very interesting about this is the the op-ed that this is all revolving around was drafted by her and lawyers. From, from the, the ACLU, ACLU, which is super calculating. Is Johnny Depp mm. not suing the ACLU for their involvement? Doesn't in this? look like if it. If this trial doesn't work out, then that's that's what's who coming next. It's just it's just defamation whack a mole with Johnny Depp. I don't understand how a- the ACLU still has any credibility at this point. They don't really. No, not, not in the way they used they to. They have become such a partisan organization. Yeah. It's it's very sad to see because I do think that like some of the intentions probably around why it was founded are honorable, but yep. they're just straight up standing by an abuser though. Yeah, that's that's what's happening. Well, they she's also... the right kind of abuser to them, so <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Well, it's bill. okay if women do it. That's yep. what the ACLU is saying. Also, like, we will contribute, like, as a lawyer, they had them write this and they were like, yeah, no problem, definitely not defamation, no worries. I mean, I guess they couldn't necessarily have predicted the fallout, but still, seems like they could have thought this one through. Says there was also a number of emails showing shown revolving around the drafting of the op-ed following a meeting between her and someone at the ACLU who appears to have written the Washington Post piece in question based on their conversations. I tried to gather your fire and rage and recent and really interest and really interesting analysis and shape that into the op-ed form. So she didn't even write it. Somebody else wrote it for her. That's even worse. Like that's not crazy. I think there are. I know so ghost many writers. That's yes. fine. But I'm still. It's just all of this over something that she didn't even care enough about to write. To write her herself. Right. That's like that just stinks of like what, what what bothers me the most about everything we cover so much. It's all so manufactured. Mm-hmm. All the stuff with that we're going to talk about with Rob Kardashian, where they're talking about stuff that they were doing on Instagram Live that they would never do not on camera because it's not beneficial to their relationship. Uh, writing an op-ed that she doesn't even know. When I write something, I used to write quite a bit. Like um, stu- very rarely am I passionate enough, enough about something to write for like an article, but I would write very long pieces for my Instagram story mm-hmm. because it was something I cared enough and was passionate about to write myself. And that's something that had nothing to do with defaming or calling out another individual yeah. uh, in this respect. And she has this same uh, thing happen to her and she doesn't even have the uh, ability to write it herself. That just that just stinks. Yeah, to me. I mean, it is crazy that she's not da- donating her own money. She's not don- she's not writing her own op-eds like I, it's just impossible to know what is actually Amber Heard and what's just manipulation. Yeah, it made her look like she's just an instrument of a broader agenda. Yeah. Or that she's like using any resource she can to try and bolster this case while also still like not taking personal responsibility. If you said you're going to donate your money and the ACLU was like, oh, well, we knew it was only going to be half of the $7 million, despite what she said. Then on top of that, it's still not your money. Like, that's crazy to me. That is like straight manipulation of mm-hmm. the situation. And they- I do have to say to Mary, though, I think we should congratulate ourselves on getting Brett hooked on this trial. He was yes. very resistant to cover it at first. And I think Brett has really gotten passionate about it. the topic. So I think we should shake um, it. To me, this is it's more interesting than Black China and Rob, though. I think Black China and Rob is very clear cut. Like the physical side of it is more is interesting in its own way. But this one, she is a fun. Like if this was a movie 
And the, if they made a movie about these two people, about Black China and Rob, and Black China is just her beating the crap out of him, like, that's, that's visually entertaining, kind of interesting. It? This is more psychologically fascinating to mm-hmm. me. But they talk about right here, they say that uh, when Hurd's team took over the deposition, she said everyone at the ACL was hoping and expecting that the full $3.5 million would be paid. But some potential doubt crept in in the minds when she didn't sign the pledge form and began having financial difficulties. So they sent her a form like, look, we're looking for dates, you know, they, they like... Please sign this. She never signed it. And like just some background on pledge forms. When you're fundraising, you can count money that is uh, pledged formally to a cause into your like end total. So if the ACLU says at the end of the year, we raised $100 million, they can count pledged three, money, $3.5 million that Amber Heard said she would said she would uh, donate, even if it's not fully in. Yet. And I'm assuming just without no, having full knowledge on the subject that whoever their CEOs are, who's it's probably their job to, uh, to uh, secure a certain amount of pledge money. Oh, they definitely have a fundraiser. So I mean, they it's get, usually called the director of development, the chief development officer. And they get officer. bonuses based on how much is pledged, I'm I guessing. I don't know for the ACLU. That's true for like St. Jude's. You get commission off of what you've raised. That's true for other nonprofits. But even if it's not about how much they're earning, like this is standard procedure when you're donating. If she's donated to any other charity, like she would have experienced this before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like very obvious. It's not like she'd be like, oh, I didn't know I had to form it. I mm-hmm. f- sign it. Like I already said it. You know what I mean? Like there's no plausible deniability. If she has the form. She should have signed it. So this is maybe my favorite part of this now is uh, TikTok sleuths think Amber Heard's lawyer is a secret Johnny Depp fan. This is my favorite conspiracy. I'm loving the idea that, uh, first of all, that's not Rottenborn because Rottenborn's her lawyer, right? The guy, she's got a lawyer, a guy lawyer named Rottenborn. Yeah, she has this a is team, Elaine Bredahoff. So this is her team, another member of her team. And I love the idea that like when she opens her briefcase, there's like pictures of Johnny Depp in there. It's like a high school yeah. lawyer. Yeah, like it's like, what's her name? Elaine Bredahoff. It's like EB plus JD for, <laughs> uh, equals love forever or something like that. So uh, they're talking. First of all, if you ever want something found, never go to the police or the FBI. Go to TikTok or BTS stands. Right. They will find where, like, just if you, if there's like an old flame of yours, you, you met her once at a bar, uh, you had this whirlwind romance for a night, and then you just never talk to her again, and you're like desperate you to find her. You lost her number or something. You just, you just describe her to BTS stands. And they'll find her. They'll find a way. They'll find a way. Yeah. Or the internet. There was some like tweet where a girl was like, when I was 10, I went to a resort on vacation with my family and I made best friends with this girl. Here's a picture of us. But like, I don't. I've seen that work out multiple times already. And they'll be like, I heard you were looking for me. It's like the internet is a small place. Kind of goes towards the dead internet. The dead internet theory. So here's a picture. uh, If you guys see it in in the New York Post article, here's Amber with her lawyer. Uh, and then you go down here and there's this screenshot of a lady who does look remarkably like her back is, there. At one of the blurry. I don't know. It's likely not the same lady, but I love the idea that this lady is a huge Johnny. Maybe it's just like her long lost twin. Yeah. Also, they're like her sister, who is a big Johnny. Honestly, yeah. And this is causing like a rift in their yeah, family. Like, that's, defend her. that's even better. <laughs> the idea that it's her sister, like you said, that you'd never. Amazing. That would be freaking they amazing. They just happen to have matching haircuts. So. So that's just it's perfect i i hope it looks that's exactly what like her though just, it looks dude. a lot like her the other part is like they're at some premiere right maybe like someone else is in the movie that she's actually a big fan of you she's, know it wasn't johnny depp it's someone else she's that, got her camera is down she's not taking a picture yeah she's of like him. who is she's this like, guy whatever get a haircut 
She's got like justice for Johnny Depp tattooed on her arm. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't Presumably, know. Probably she would have had to excuse herself if she really was the world's biggest Johnny Depp fan. Right? Yeah. So so my question to you ladies is who would she have been if, if this all hadn't happened and if Amber Heard hadn't proved herself to be kind of, you know, really bad for, you know, other people that are alive. Yeah. W- would you expect who would you rather she had ended up with Johnny Depp or Elon Musk? Neither. Neither? No. Elon yeah. Musk. Elon Musk. I think he's more emotionally resilient. Elon Musk has a bunch of kids. I don't think we need to inflict Amber Heard on any more of them. You know what I <laughs> oh, mean? Oh, I don't think she would meet any of them. I assume she would. I mean, he's smarter than that, right? I Who knows, man? Also, he's only got so much time. Maybe he lumps all the <laughs> personal hours together. Yeah, like he's like, he puts them into like separate rooms in the same house and just kind of moves between Amber Heard grinds <laughs> his five children. His ex-wife doesn't come over. Like, they all have to cross paths eventually. It's unrealistic to think yeah. they don't. He's he's all done the like the math. Mamas. Yeah, he's done like the math equations. He's like, who do I have to put in what room to maximize the amount of time with each person? So I wh- think I, if I'm remembering correctly, so um, Elon Musk's wife did this long like op-ed about their marriage and stuff, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. kind of a couple years ago when he was like on one of his major searches. I, I looked into that, and the pictures that they took of her were like so. Uh, like just chic divorcee vibes yeah loved it well and like she talks about like interacting (laughs) with some of his like girlfriends and stuff and i can't remember if she alluded to her or not at this point we'll we'll have to see where that goes see that's the next trial it's like him i was like i want my five hundred thousand dollars back i'm using it for twitter johnny depp needs to sue the aclu what is he doing oh there was also yeah there was this tweet it says elon musk got out of a relationship with amber heard unscathed so yeah i think he can handle twitter Yeah, also, did he get out on skates or did he just stay quiet enough to let it go? Uh, the facial, you know, he got the cut on the, or he got the... That is not on skates, At least sir. not permanently disfigured. Yes, that's true. Unless he has all of his fingers. His spirit like... hasn't been broken and that's what yes. matters. I think that's Gosh. what matters the most for him. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, now back to Rob Kardashian. This is, uh, this is one of those things where I'm just, I'm baffled that it's getting the same it's not same amount of attention because Johnny Depp is just such a cultural icon mm-hmm. and the news cycle is crazy this week because of all the Elon Musk Twitter stuff yes. and then he's coming up with the Amber Heard trial which is making that even bigger yep like it's it, it is it's a really busy week as it, it turns out but so, only for certain concentrated events so if you read this this caption says it all it says Rob Kardashian says says black China beat me with a metal rod and pulled a gun during a fight so we knew about just regular her holding things. him at gunpoint already. But, but that the metal was, rod is new. The, but the gunpoint story was characterized uh, in a more like friend, like, like uh, she was joking, like it was a joking light. Well, but it wasn't really it was a joke. I mean, <laughs> she said it was joking. Even if it was a joke, no one the, else believed the her. motive behind doing that joke was to frighten him. Not like ha 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 ha. Yeah, be afraid. Yeah, be very, yeah, very and afraid. like along with the iPhone cord around the neck. I also like, we already talked about this last time, but like no one who has actually properly trained in gun yes. safety would ever and do who that. Really respects guns. Would ever do this as a joke? That? Yeah. Like what are you talking about? You like, don't even really do that with like a BB gun that's unloaded ever you just yeah. don't do it with anything because that's a psychotic way to behave it's it's funny because like you think of actors and it's like no wonder that they would have no problem doing that because they're literally like they have safety t- unless you're alec baldwin and you've got like a safety team that actually knows what they're doing mm-hmm. uh and show you, you alec know, baldwin who was on his school's rifle team that his dad was the instructor of totally over normal. to you uh i'm just like you know like they, they're they're they they on a regular basis put guns in the faces of people that they don't actually wish to harm in the context of are you having fun 
destroying your bottle there? Stop. Don't draw attention to me. I'm drawing attention to you. Okay, so it says, Rob Kardashian claims that ex-fiance Black China beat him with a metal rod and pulled a gun on him during a December 2016th brawl. I love the categorization of brawl. I love brouhaha. Yes. uh, 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 I made a solo skating section and it was originally going to be called the one-man brouhaha. That's hilarious. I think if there are three people or more involved, it turns into a brouhaha. Or a hullabaloo. I think it's bizarre hullabaloo. that they're like, oh yeah. If I like came in and I was dating someone and I was like, oh yeah, we had a brawl this weekend, like, or a throwdown. We had a throw. We Dude, threw hands. That like, could mean a dance or a fight. Basically, it's what? professional wrestling at this point. <laughs> they just had oh, this one like, brawl. Maybe this metal rod thing was a joke too. This is just her. She's comedy really skit. funny. Remember my advice: always is- live as if you're about to be deposed. I believe her when she says that it was a joke. I just realize that she has a sick sense of humor. Yeah. I don't think it was a joke. Like her sense of humor is inflicting pain on other people. See, I don't think it was a joke. I think the threat is real, and what she's saying is like. I wouldn't have actually shot him, but I did want to prove a point. Yeah. And that's just as crazy. That's, cre- that's even sc- that's that's scarier. Worse. And it's worse that she's uh-huh. like, no, it was a joke. Like, she can't differentiate between, like, the threat of violence and, like, an yeah. empty threat. And either way, both are unacceptable. Yeah. So inside the courtroom, a video is shown of Rob waving $100 bills and throwing them at <laughs> Throwing it at China with the model looking pleased. I love the uh, with the model looking pleased part. Well, because like theoretically, if you were throwing at her, like, look, I'm providing you all this money, and she felt insulted, then like he, in- like, oh, you could okay. maybe argue he instigated a fight or something. But the night allegedly became violent with the discord lasting until the next morning. Rob alleged that China pulled a gun on him twice, hit him with a metal rod, and scratched him and stuck and struck him with an iPhone cord. Uh, I don't know how you. I mean, like they, a whip. Yeah, like. Whoosh. Uh, oh, that would hurt. Yes. Also, didn't she choke him with an iPhone cor- cord? Also, I don't know what year this was. So I don't know if the, if this was an iPhone four cord, that tip could have hurt more than if it was an iPhone <laughs> five and above. Uh, it depends. Uh, but twenty 26- happened multiple times. <laughs> actually, though, so, to me, this Every is when one... she upgrades her her phone. He's like, please no, please no. no. <laughs> he buys her a cord, the cords with like the with like that looks like a shoelace because it hurts less than the rubber cord. Oh my That's gosh. Good. He's like, no, no. He's planning ahead. It could be worse. She could be throwing the phone at him, which this would be... This is so sick that we're even <laughs> talking about this. It is this. crazy that it's like, uh, what he, do you mean? This person is like, I don't know. This is crazy. She landed several b- blows to my face, my back. Rob claimed in the uh, of the metal pole China allegedly used to hit him. She ripped my... I, I'm imagining it as like a selfie stick. Oh. Oh, I was thinking like a closet bar like yeah, like one a, of those tension what okay, let, let's, okay what is she more likely to be oh. holding uh is she going to be repairing stuff in her closet or maybe is she gonna be like holding a, a tripod <laughs> maybe like a, i don't know i don't know what, I, this person is like so irrational to me that i cannot imagine yeah. the world she's living in see this is like i was telling uh mary earlier off the off air i was just like these things are like some of the times these things are so hard to talk about because it's so ridiculous mm-hmm. that i'm so divorced from a world where this would be normal behavior that i have a hard time saying like and then you say what you say and they're nuts but it's like culturally these people hold significant weight in the world we live in whether we like it or okay, not but i mean people really, look situations up to these people. like this are more common yeah, than anybody I was, realizes so it's not even that crazy i was gonna say i think actually conflicts that become physical like when you if you were to write them out like let's say in a police report they would sound insane and then mm-hmm. he picked up the hot pan and threw it at my head and you would think no rational person does that but when people who have low impulse control and are irrational start fighting, they do irrational things that are not safe. So it does sound crazy that he's like 
in this relationship where she's apparently pulled a gun multiple times, hitting him with metal rod. On the other hand, I actually think we'd have to talk to like a domestic violence counselor who'd be like, yeah. oh, I've seen everything. Mm -hmm. When asked by China's attorney, Lin Siani, why he didn't show bruising in the videos recorded after the incident, Rob shot back. She landed several blows on my body with the metal rod, but not everyone is going to bruise just because someone hits you. It doesn't, it didn't leave a mark. And when I had a gun to my temple, the cord around my neck, I'm sure that left a mark, but no, I didn't need a bandaid. Everything I testified to happened, he continued. She was on cocaine and alcohol. She has a history of doing this. Just because I didn't have marks doesn't mean it's not true. Stop putting that out there. It's not fair. And he's right. It is not yeah. fair to, I mean, but that's the lawyer's also, job. wouldn't to, that be a crazy precedent that's like, well, that person hit you, but they didn't hit you hard enough to actually leave a bruise so it doesn't count? Like, that would be a weird If you're thing. not internally bleeding, you weren't abused. If you didn't have to go to the hospital, it doesn't count. And also remember, uh, uh, one of the things that you pointed out that's very important here is that she doesn't have custody of, of her daughter. Where in, she doesn't in, have custody of uh, her nine-year-old son or, or her, the daughter she shares with Rob Kardashian. So uh, in, a, in a justice system that is fairly heavily swayed in the direction of you know giving women the benefit of the doubt when it comes to custody... Um, I don't think anybody would, I don't think that's a, a presumptuous statement. I, I mean, like, I am not going to research it, but like, that means that they established that she was probably not providing a safe home for their children. Yeah. Like, it's not illogical to conclude she didn't provide a safe environment for her partners either. Yep. So it says, China told the court last week that she was just joking when she put a gun to Rob's head and wrapped an iPhone cord around her neck. We talked about that. She claimed that the threat wasn't serious and that Rob uh, appeared to find her actions amusing. It was not loaded, she testified. I would never shoot Rob or anyone at that. It was just joking like, ha-ha. So again, um, no, I'm sorry, but you don't joke about stuff like that. It's 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 one of those things that most likely, you know, you don't know what his reaction is going to be. Uh, I don't know if I trust that they both, like, emptied the magazine and checked and, and then, like, cleared the chamber. I'm not sure uh -huh. if I buy that, like... Uh, I completely believe she didn't. I yeah. mean, there's no way... I don't believe her if she actually knew the gun was loaded or not. Yeah, that's what know? I'm saying. Like, I don't and trust that... that it was just sitting there... Free, not in a safe like, at all. Like, I don't buy that if she was on, on coke and drinking a bunch that she's like, better check the magazine, better check the chamber. Oh, now yeah. I can go hold it to my in boyfriend's the middle, head. He, he's, a, like, heated dispute, too. Yeah. Like, he admitted that he did think it, uh, it was just playful until, like, the second gun encounter, whatever encounter means, yeah. is when he thought it was serious. Yep. So I get that, like... But also, like... I don't know. Maybe this is giving Rob Kardashian too much leeway here, but like, if you've never had someone threaten you with a gun, like maybe you don't maybe know the gravity of it. Yeah, and you're like, uh -huh. are, there's no way you're being serious right now, right? But he, then he said, you don't point a gun on your fiance's head, whether you think it's loaded or not. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. Rob Kardashian, bastion of common sense and and Which, reasonable like, behavior. Why crazy that that needs to be pointed out 2022 was <laughs> there's weird. This guys. There's this says Corey Gamble. China threatened to kill Rob. I broke up their fight. Corey Gamble said uh, he heard uh, Black China threaten to kill Rob Kardashian multiple times during the night of their blowout fight, once uh, once over the phone and again in person. Corey was called to the stand on Tuesday for the first time in China's trial, giving his account of the fight. And she's, what's crazy is she's the one doing the suing here, right? So yeah, all of this character assassination is because she's something suing. something she brought on herself yeah. that like everyone would have remained silent about it. Which otherwise. I also think like proves that she thinks that like she's untouchable like there's an element of narcissism here like narcissists don't think anyone can baffle them or like prove them wrong yep yeah so it's just this is a very crazy story and then finally 
Tokyo Tony, Black China wouldn't hurt a fly. The Kardashians are the real threat. Tokyo. So is this not like oh, a woman of who culture? who physically threatened the judge? Y yes, uh, I do she want to point out. She wants to speak on it. I, I asked her huh. about this earlier. I said, "Is uh, I said, is uh, Black China of uh, uh, Chinese like, descent? Like Asian descent? Not, neither they're her. Not. They're not. So that just kind of Tokyo out of Tony, Black China, and no, they're okay. They're, I I did think that they were, but no." That, so there's so like, she threatened a judge, and she would never hurt. A yeah, but now she's she's speaking on it. What did like, she say okay. to the judge? To Wait, which one threatened the judge? The the mom the did. Mom. Tokyo Tony threatened the judge. And I bet Black China was like, "What is your problem? <laughs> You're ruining everything. You're supposed to do it with an unloaded gun." <laughs> Uh, Tokyo Tony tells us they're all trying to paint her and her daughter as crazy people, but in reality they're just standing up for their rights. Uh, Tony might you have the right to remain silent, maybe. Dun, 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 dun. Tony might have a hard time convincing some folks be, uh, because she's had issues of her own. Remember, Tokyo was actually banned from the courtroom after firing shots at the Kardashians on Instagram Live. She dug herself deep into a dug herself into a deeper hole after threatening the judge for kicking her out, saying, "I'm gonna get that judge." I love that she said she was quick to add the Kardashians are the violent ones. Yes, their uh, show proves it because Kim like hit, hit her sister with her purse yep. one time. Well, yeah. I mean, if I was to weigh getting hit with a purse by my sister and my fiance <laughs> holding a gun to my head, it's a I mean, little bit different. there's a slight difference there. Yeah. But hey, you know, death of nuance and all. So I don't know if I, if I, I don't know what I think about this part of it other than these people. It's just like the Kardashians are not a threat to society on a physical level. I mean, there could be on arguments. On a psychological on a level, psych absolutely. Yes. On a psychological and we're level. we're undergoing that right now as we speak. I just can't get over this like last line tony says she's here only to support her daughter who by the way she says is trying to stay positive throughout all of oh, it yeah what <laughs> i would hope so i guess staying, so she's very she's very worried she's if yeah. anyone was wondering is black china staying positive i do well, want to you know i i would be curious and i don't know enough about it um to see how she reached uh the hundred million dollars so she's suing for a hundred million dollars in defamation which is what amber heard is counter suing johnny depp for Don yeah. johnny depp sued amber heard for 50 million dollars like you're supposed to base it off income that you lost mm -hmm. and so it's like plausible and they might include lawyer fees or like emotional distress but like it seems like kind of an arrogant amount to be like i you, you think you would have made a hundred million dollars mm -hmm. off of your reality tv show yep, i guess i guess maybe but probably not also so this is know, back on this like quadrupled your net worth or something with that tv show so this is i'm just gonna go quickly back to like the story from Corey gamble talking about how he went in and like broke up the fight and says like he got between them and he got hit with the metal rod too so he's uh he's he metal rod he, confirmed. that's a throwdown th that's yeah so metal rob is confirmed says once again once inside Corey says that he saw china about seven feet away from rob and she was holding a large rod of some sort in her hand what could it have been i still say selfie stick do you guys want to put weigh in on what you think that rod actually it, was hand or hands uh i think it says uh in her hand so a single hand so it's not that heavy so it's not a baseball bat and they would have said bat if that was what it yeah. was yeah so so what do you think it was i'm so tempted with curtain rod uh just because that feels like it's in every room of every house ever but did she get up on a chair and take it down if you pull a curtain hard enough you could take it down right it sounds like she was really out of control during this fight we'll never yeah. we may never know what that rod mary what, what do you think it was i think selfie stick is a plausible could be a tri option. could be a could be a tripod of some sort maybe maybe it's a broken tripod leg from or like uh, one that's not assembled yes that that's uh, she, that seems yeah, very just plausible got done taking instagram photos and 
perfect. Had yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, what are the, what are the, the the circle lights called? The oh, the ring, ring light. light. It's a ring light. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. That actually would be too on brand to be real. <laughs> Corey says he jumped between them to break it apart and was hit in the process. He told the jury he told Rob to get the hell out of here because he thought the situation was dangerous. Also testifying that China reeked of booze. I mean, to be fair, they could have both reeked of booze and he wouldn't have been able to tell the difference, right? Yeah. Uh, the, theoretically. I think, I mean, and this is the uh, defense at work here, but it sounds like they are relying on the fact she has a history of like drug and alcohol yeah. abuse. So like yep. he might have had a drink, but it sounds like she, the implication is that she drinks heavily and uses drugs at the same time. Gamble says that China took off after Rob as he tried to leave, telling the jury she was furious and wanted to keep attacking. But Corey says he stopped her from chasing after Rob and even tried to hide her keys. Realizing he had blocked in Rob's car with his own, Corey said he went outside to move his whip. But when he did, China jumped back on Rob and continued hitting him, striking blows to Rob's head. So that's like, Whoa. you have to, if you try to think about it geographically, that is like that's not like where you get angry in proximity and then you move somebody to the other room and you give them a chance to calm down. She physically followed and went after him, and that's a different type of rage, if you ask me. It's yeah. totally crazy. So, so then she threw a patio chair at Rob's car. So basically, anything in their house is not tied down is very, very, very dangerous. I'm to, shocked that she was never charged for anything. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not. It's, but he would have to file with the police, yeah. right? And like and that's he just bad didn't press. Want to do that. Yeah, and I think you know. What is he going to say? Like, the police are going to be like, do you have bruises? And he's going to be like, no. I can't but believe that is the metric. Yep. But it makes, I mean, like, it is kind of crazy. It does make somewhat of sense because initially you have to be able to be like, It's what? also funny that people who are on camera 24-7, there'd be no recorded evidence Also, there's of no, like, security footage of yeah. this that we're going to play in court. You would mm. think that uh, there would be a security system. Well, if there was, it got dumped. Yep. So. Right after, I'm sure. I, I'm surprised. I mean, like, when stuff happens here people go through and pull clips from our security footage so that it's always on record. So even if we were to get a race, we have a backup file like immediately. That would be the I'm surprised thing. that like no one on Rob's team was like, let me just clip, like download this file. And even if it gets wiped, like we'll just well, have it. His instinct at the time might've been to just protect both of their reputations. Yeah. The Business time. first. Business yeah. first. And I do think maybe like he doesn't want to be that guy who's like, my girlfriend's beating me up. Like, yeah, which is actually serious. And I'm not saying that I'm mocking, Especially right. when you and have he's actually pretty small. Like it sounds weird. Like he's a pretty big guy, but like yeah. it makes, it's still real. It still happens. He had to uh, consider the idea that Hannah Claire would say that in that voice. And, and <laughs> well, I feel bad it. doing it that way, but like <laughs> that must be how it feels. Like yeah. if you're a over six foot tall man who has to go to the police and be like, I'm being beaten up by my girlfriend or my fiance. I don't have any bruises, but she's also like held a I gun. Mean, what like, does size matter when you're you have the ultimate equalizer in your hand? Well, then he no, has to explain why it's not in why it's not in uh, a gun case and why it's right. not uh, properly stored. If he has the right to hold it, uh, if he has the right to own and it like, at all. No one's addressing here, as far as I can tell. Like, was there a child in the house? Like, I don't is this know. After they had their baby, I don't like, know if he has. If he has, maybe he had concerns about like bringing law enforcement in and like somehow losing custody of his kid or like does does he have a history does he have any a felony history of any sort no no no, no i say because what if he couldn't own the gun legally anyways that would it, be a, that'd I, be a I don't, it's her gun as far as it, it seems like uh, i don't know I, th I thought they said it was his but i could be wrong oh that. i have no idea i haven't followed it that closely all right so uh in a more um in a depressing and somewhat um sad i told you so 
uh, in this my opinion. This is our like conflict between couples episode. Yeah, it is. Uh, not on purpose. And also the women are crazy episode. Not Brett, on purpose. Are you okay? Because I'm feeling anti-feminist energy That's, coming from you. I was telling this to Mary <laughs> no, before the show. No, we were reflecting show. on it. We were like, is this too much? I was like, I was like, but I it's it's another what's going one. on right now. It's the theme of. It's, you know, pop and culture right it's now. It's the pendulum swinging back the other way, they folks. They react well, to us now. And <laughs> I will say, like, it is kind of interesting to have a third foil to these different couple dynamics. Mm. I do think it's worth examining the way people treat each other. And if nothing else, celebrities give us something that we're all kind of, we have the same amount of exposure to, so we all can kind of yeah. go from the same level. So this is, um uh, for, for the history of before we get started, Amanda Bynes recently, about a month ago, was pulled, uh, she was, uh, her conservatorship, her conservatorship ended. Ended, ended, so she is free and clear to be on her own now. Now, originally, we talked about how she uh, went to live in a, a group home, mm -hmm. as is not uncommon in those situations, but now she's back at her own place, and one thing that was true was that she was dating, uh, she has a, f a fiance named Paul Michael, who she met in AA, which is usually considered a very big no-no. You do not want to meet someone uh, who's, also, going through who's also, especially if you're getting into it at the same time. I mean, you shouldn't be doing it really, in my opinion. Uh, it's you, you bring out the, you may bring out the best of each other and it's tempting to do that because you, the person that you're with understands what you're going through in a way that very few people can. Yeah. But when it goes bad, it goes bad fast and you oftentimes bring out the worst in each other, which is something that when you're in those early stages of recovery can be absolutely uh, detrimental to the process. Uh, so it says Amanda Bynes accuses fiance Paul Michael of using crack cocaine. Uh, it says, I'm afraid now I'm going to try to not laugh at parts of this because um, it gets ridiculous it gets, folks. Uh, and I and here's the other problem I feel ghoulish but I have questions uh, about right. her about the way she's phrased this there's aspects of it that suck, come off manic and unrealistic to me uh, and she is diagnosed bipolar I believe. yes so I am not uh, I just I'm trying to make it known ahead of time that I'm not trying to be disrespectful towards her condition as somebody who is in recovery I absolutely sympathize and understand what they're going through but there's a lot here and it says Amanda Bynes claimed in a multi-part Instagram story early Thursday that her fiance Paul Michael stopped taking his medications and has been using drugs in secret. Paul told me that he stopped taking his medications. I looked at his phone and he was looking at mom and son porn. Okay, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Can't wait for his I, defense. I, I, yes, it was not mom and son porn. Uh, he vandalized his mom's home. She told her followers he broke all of her pictures and put salmon under her bed. Uh, I that mean, was the craziest part. Well, see, the thing is, I think he was like, I'm not going to pull an Amber Heard. Well, what if he was just like eating sushi and then decided to take a nap and then he forgot it? That's perfectly reasonable. That That's what could have happened. <laughs> maybe he may, maybe salmon is. What? Maybe. Hey, maybe. He's, I don't know. Like, maybe his mom's deniability. Maybe his mom's favorite food is salmon and he made it and he left it in her bed for her to eat when she got home. Right. <clears throat> Okay. Oh, like there are so many oh, ways okay. that this wasn't intentional. So, okay. There are some ways I, I mean, <laughs> that it may have been unintentional. But I'm he could, what we're seeing here is they, they could... Also, this could have never happened. We don't actually know. Right. Exactly. So it says, he broke all of her pictures and put salmon under her bed. She continued, his behavior's alarming and I'm afraid of what he'll do. The Easy A actress closed out the video by adding, and this is the part that was seemed the free the way it's phrased and everything it says uh 
that she forgot to mention that she allegedly found found Paul's stash of crack cocaine. Uh, it doesn't feel like something you almost forget to mention and then mention at the very end. And it says, he's been using for the past six months, she claimed. He needs serious help. I kicked him out. If you knew he's been using... Got, yeah, they got engaged in the past six months. If he's been using in the past six months, why are you... Why is this now? Why are you still with him? Is what I ask. Unless like, she like found it, confronted him, and he was like, I started using it six months ago. I mean that's I uh, that that's possible, but I feel like she would have said, and he told me he's been using. He is the one. Apart, uh, sorry, I'm jumping. Go ahead. The TMZ article. I don't know if that's the one you're on, but he apparently contacted LAPD after she made these accusations, which is like, it is notable that she's saying this on Instagram story. That's my problem if, with it. Yeah, I mean, we're getting. I, it's funny to go back to this. Like, po- I don't think he could sue her for defamation, but like yeah. libel. Like, she if she felt uncomfortable or safe, like. It is important in that situation that she, like, contact her lawyer, contact her parents, contact the police if necessary, partially to establish, like, credibility to what she's saying. Airing this out in public is extremely suspicious to me, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but it is. Yeah. Uh, these are things where, like, I, I don't like, um, okay, I, I have a series of videos where I talk about, like, personal stuff in my skating videos, and even that, which can be very personal about my struggles with substance abuse, is still carefully curated. I still don't just put everything out there. As an um, afterthought. As an afterthought. You know. And your ex-girlfriend or your friends <clears throat> don't go on their Instagram stories and say, Brett did this thing and Brett does that. Like, that would be weird. It's a weird way to approach a private matter, which mm-hmm. is why I have, yeah, I just, I'm not saying that she's not telling the truth. I'm saying that I think questions are a valid, yeah, asking questions is a valid response to this type of story. But it but mostly- after all, like, if you grew up famous, do you really have a concept of having a private life or anything she's to yourself? She's been fairly private for the last couple of years, I would argue. That's what's, in, that's what's interesting is she seemed to have been doing very, very well. So my, I, it goes back to the fact that they met in AA. And her conservatorship just ended. Like, maybe some of the safeguards that went up that kept their relationship more stable- are now gone from yeah, her I life. had high hopes that, you know, because she has a supportive family, um, because she was, you know, in this long-term relationship that seemed to be good. We thought this was going like, to happen to Brittany. She was getting her tattoo on her face removed. Like, that seems like she's on a good track and apparently not. So it says that uh, police arrived at the home after two... Th- so he called the cops. I, I, I mean, I guess he did the right thing, right? That's what you should do in this situation? It's hard to tell. I mean, on the other hand, like, he now has a record that's not just from his personal social media account. Yeah. Of, like... Like, if this went to court, let's say, police officers, and maybe he's erratic and everything's wrong, the police are going to be like, things were crazy there. But, like, they can then be like, we were called to this house because of this reason. Like, he's taking sort of appropriate in- within mm. the system steps. In the, and in the update, it also says that, by the way, it was MILF porn, not not mom yeah. so i'll have you know i'll have you know he's like uh don't besmirch my never watch don't besmirch my character uh but it says she also made <laughs> oh, him t- okay good save she, she also says that she made him take a drug test from cvs and he tested clean yeah. So that is that mm-hmm. is the update there. So uh, she went on Instagram early Thursday and said, "Yeah, so they, that Paul told me that he stopped taking his medication." She goes down here about it, and she's she ended up saying allegedly Paul found she found Paul's stash of crack cocaine. He's been using the past six months. She claimed he needs serious help. I kicked him out of the house. That feels like something where you found it right then, and this all happens instantly. Not something where you found it six months ago, and then you have a manic episode where you explain mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that you kicked him out. It's not clear where in the society of events she found 
the crack cocaine. I will say there's a line in this article that says that like he told the police, he called them and told the dispatcher that they were engaged in a verbal dispute. There, um, so there's a documentary called Red Pill that talks a lot about the Cassie like, J. Yeah, yeah, it's yep. great. But there's a man I'll never forget watching it, and this man talks about like being in a relationship with an erratic woman who was technically committing domestic abuse, and one of the things he would do was like they would have an argument, and he would. If they had started to have a fight, he would try to go stand outside, like, in view of his neighbor's homes. Because if she's in there screaming and yeah. yelling, unable to control her rage, whatever's going on, he needed his neighbors to see that he was not in there beating her. Yeah. Because that's how we view domestic violence. For good reason. Mm -hmm. You know, men can be very aggressive. Um, and in some ways, like, this guy, her fiancé, being like, we were getting into an argument that was getting out of hand. I called the police... I mean, he's there's a chance his... he's covering himself and he's actually a bad guy and all, all that kind of stuff. But like, on the other hand, it also seems like he is acting logically and taking That's steps. what I'm saying. Like he, he, could, he, he hears the yelling and he's like, oh, I know where the hell this could go. And, and he just did what he had to do. Uh, it says that uh, he told the dispatcher he and Amanda were embroiled in a verbal dispute. Paul told cops Amanda he had been she had been that Amanda had been taking his Adderall and was out of control. And Adderall, especially if you haven't taken it in a long time, if she's uh, doesn't, you know, it's been a long time. And, and it's not prescribed to her. And she, it's not prescribed to her. And she's, uh, her system's been clean for a period of time. And she took a lot of it. Yeah, it could absolutely make you extremely manic. And mm -hmm. especially with bipolar symptoms, uh, it could exacerbate that condition heavily. It does lower her credibility that he called the police because if what she's saying is true, then he would be implicating himself yep. with possessing illegal drugs. And I don't even like the idea of making it about like whose credibility this and whose credibility that. To me, it's just about how sad it is about like, right. I, 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 this is what I predicted would happen when you get to people who are early you know even if they've been together for a long time when you meet somebody at such a vulnerable and turbulent time in your life the time together where it feels like you really click is amazing and feels like you're healing together but those underlying wounds cannot be uh when they become connected to the underlying wounds then what was once helping you heal in your mind is actually going to really uh, you know add to the hurt in the areas that have yet to kind of close up yeah. and that is not a good position for people to be in i've known multiple people who have been in relationships uh out of uh you know getting out either out of rehabilitation and into a like a, a facility or they met people in in like na mm -hmm. and it's uh, i don't know if there's a single situation that if it didn't if it's not that it ended badly it didn't end they, they didn't live happily ever after. Yeah. Well, and I feel like you, because of your personal experience, can attest to this, but like, I think we all wanted Amber Heard, or not Amber Heard, Amanda, Amanda Bynes. Bynes to have a really strong yeah. recovery. Like, it seemed like everything was working in her favor, but I also think Brett can probably speak to this, like, recovery even after you get out of sort of your obligations in terms of rehab or you know whatever it is it's not always linear and so in some ways like this is really sad she's in the hardest time right now yeah uh, hopefully it's it's a step back but it's not a you know it's not off a cliff so to speak she's in a very crucial time right now because she is out of the uh the enforced period of it and now she is dealing with this on her own meaning that she doesn't have the structure yeah uh the outside structure that was likely giving her great great help right and uh, like and she's she was living in like a women's facility and like 
I have these people lived together before? Like, yep. you know, there might be a lot of new freedoms that come with potential risk for someone who's in her position that yeah. is, you know, pretty precarious, you know, precarious, although we hope the best for her. I, I hope things work out for her, but it's just one of those things where it just makes me, it, more than anything, it makes me sad. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, that's the worst part. But hopefully, like you said, hopefully this is like, this doesn't mean it's the end of things. Like this could work out. Uh, they have to find very, very good uh, coping mechanisms and techniques to deal with this type of thing. But if there are chemicals involved, even prescribed, um, you know, it's going to make yeah. it a very long road for them. So we'll see where it goes. I don't know if uh, I don't know if I uh, am more shocked. I kind of thought Britney Spears was, would end up going through this first. And we don't know what Britney Spears is going through no. because we may never know. She is like there are parts of her behavior online that seem from the complete super far away outside perspective that i have seem a Disturbing? little weird weird odd off i think is the best neutral way to put it like we don't know they don't seem you know completely what we might predict yeah. and i think similarly with amanda Bynes, like you just don't know what's happening but we hate to see it escalate to something like this yep. so we'll we'll see where it goes speaking of uh, moving on we're gonna move on to podluck we're gonna move on to Podluck. Where's my Podluck theme song? We're 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 gonna have to get Carter on it. We're gonna have to get a right. Podluck theme song. Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde is <laughs> this story. Uh, Olivia Wilde was served custody papers from ex Jason Sudeikis on stage at CinemaCon. So uh, I don't know if like he kind of went to his lawyer and was like, make sure she gets this gets to her in the most embarrassing That's possible so way. Personal. He released a statement saying he had no idea when it was gonna be served. I know. Whatever else. Do they have to do that? Well, you have like, to be served papers properly. Right, but why couldn't they wait like 10 minutes? Guy probably like, had other papers to deliver and was like... so like personal. So it says... Uh, definitely knew she was where she was at that moment. Yeah. It seemed like the best way. I also kind of like... I, I'm picturing her like she's actually like been dodging him for like weeks where she's like <laughs> she's like hiding on like on set like every time. Like, she's she, like out of the country. Like she had to come back to like do this thing. She has her stunt double walk around for her on whatever she's doing and like they keep trying to serve every the stunt double. Every time they come to her door, Harry Styles mm -hmm. opens. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. I can't take it. Uh, some custody drama apparently went down at this year's CinemaCon between Hollywood stars, co-parents, and ex-parent and ex-partners Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. CinemaCon is a trade show for theater owners, which was held this year in Las Vegas. This is where they debuted um, a bunch of new stuff. They announced the Batman Two sequel coming out and everything like that. Uh, and she was on stage giving a, 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 like a uh, an announcement for a new project she's working on, I believe. And it says uh, just a gorgeous velvet blazer on. I do have to give her credit where credit's due. <laughs> he's a fashionable fashion. You should cop that. By the way, if you haven't seen Olivia Wilde's, um, uh, she's in a show called House, and she was fantastic uh, on the show House, uh, and you should go watch that if you haven't. It's, it's a perfect example of what, uh, she she's kind of a, a feminist, right? She's like a pretty feminist. I think she's a feminist, she's but. a very big feminist, so this must have, like, this doesn't, I'm sure this upsets her too, like, making something like this so personal. She's like a boss lady. She's having her big, like, I'm a movie executive moment. Look at, look at her blazer. blazer. She's like, I'm, I'm wearing a, a lady stage. blazer. I'm yeah. standing wide so you know that I'm confident. She's like, I wanted that role as uh, Elizabeth <laughs> as Elizabeth Holmes. Damn you. <laughs> so it says, it is now being reported by Deadline that the papers were actually legal documents from Ted Lasso, uh, Lasso star uh, Sudeikis. It says, uh, the individual slid a large manila envelope across the stage in her direction to which Wilde said, this is for me. Love that she, they slid it across the floor. She then grabbed the envelope and opened it and then continued on. So I will give her credit. Why did she open it? Well, well, Maybe she thought it had something to do with like her presentation. It, They're trying to say like, 
something bad's happening outside. Maybe yeah. She, you know? Uh, like, she, like she, I would she, hope that they would just yell. I don't know. Yeah. So despite the interruption, Wilde's talk culminated in the well, trailer. Be I think to serve people, that has to physically be in their hands. Uh -huh. I've also heard people say, and maybe this is just police officers who have to do this, when you get served with a subpoena, they have to read you the subpoena. And it might vary by state. Yeah. Mm. So... Maybe she's going to claim she was improperly served. I don't know. They're already shifting the narrative here. They're very good at this. It says the entire incident raises questions about the vetting that occurs at these yearly conventions. Because the convention was like, we need to look into our security effort. Yep. So maybe this woman should settle her divorce case or her custody case cust outside of work. Like maybe it's not on you, whatever event this was. Yeah. So, so I don't know if this is necessarily the best news for it. I think that she'll, she'll come out of this fine. It's just, it's a blurb headline where it's just like, it looks mm -hmm. funny. And, and she, to her credit, if you see the, like the pictures, she handles it like a champ. She, her face doesn't seem to give any sign that it she's, uh, would have been way more dramatic and entertaining if she had just read out loud what it said. <laughs> She like, oh. thought it had to do with her presentation and then slowly realized the dawning realization yeah. that like actually I've got, I've got custody hearing, you know, in a week. All right, let's get this show going. Custody That's hearing. my big announcement for you. Now she's going to make a movie called Custody Hearing just to take cover <laughs> for it. So uh, fans were initially left intrigued as wild uh, as her presentation for the film Don't Worry Darling. That's her movie that I'm sure that nobody will go see. Um, that, that With was her a, boyfriend. That was a shot. I apologize. Her last her last movie didn't do that well. I'm, I'm, I'm giving her a but little bit But she is a lady here. boss with a velvet blazer. She is a lady boss, so it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be absolutely She's fine. She's got shoulder pads. She takes <laughs> honestly, no nonsense. I honestly love this this blazer. I think it's great color. It would look good on you with your eyes. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks, girl. It'll be wild. I, I'm sure that blazer has bad memories for you now. If you could just ship it to me, yeah. that would be great. We have never, and this is from the managing director of CinemaCon, we have never in the history of the convention had an incident where a delegate has approached the stage who is not authorized to be there. See now, they have a lot in common with the Oscars. We need stage security at these events, people. Uh, is this just Who are these people just walking up like nobody's just, business? Do they just hate these actors? And that is like pretty suspicious. Like, what if that guy had slid her a bomb? And yeah, she right, or like anthrax? Yeah, yeah. Dude. Like, there's, there's, there's. How do you even get in? I have to say, I actually like Jason Sudeikis. I find him like very amusing, and I am not like I like Olivia Wilde's work. So, and I don't know her personally, so I shouldn't comment. But like. In this case, I'm like, yeah, good for you, Jason Sudeikis. She left you for some young pop star. Like, <laughs> you should get to, like, serve her papers while she's on stage. It is interesting. That's that obviously not with... appropriate. And, and you are right. His spokesperson says that he would never have condoned being served in such an inappropriate manner. Um, <laughs> but if it happened, that's good. So she's, she's a girl boss. She can handle it. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, Disney, uh, I was watching a video earlier, uh, Disney stock, uh, climbed back up like two points today. Uh, but still, uh, there was a great article where they blamed, it. where they blamed like Disney's problems on QAnon. Uh, yes. Oh. Uh, and then well, it that gets, you can peg anything to QAnon if you, yes. if you believe enough. Uh, it, it, it I was stubbed great. my toe because, of, because QAnon. of QAnon. Yeah. So, uh, it's like, well, it's, like, it's because QAnon made your shoes that way because the, uh -huh. they're trying to overthrow content. Yeah. The, the best part was it's like six pair. You, you have to make it down like seven paragraphs and QAnon's mentioned in all of them. And then in paragraph eight, it's like the stock had already been going down heavily for the last several months before I got a Disney ad on my, like I was like watching something on YouTube this morning and it gave me a disney ad and i was like i don't think you understand you are not reading the room correctly here you do not uh, you have not uh correlated collated my data properly if I you're just, sending me disney it ads. was like for a disney amusement park and i was like 
you are really aren't they opening a neighborhood too like where people just live there there's been a couple already built super weird if you go down to that part of orlando from what i know it's all pretty interconnected to disney which is why when they repealed the like self-governing yep they're no longer a self-governing city uh they're they're not their own which is like that meant that in the middle of florida we essentially had our own vatican except it was disney the joke so sick the joke was like they 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 were allowed like they could have built their own nuclear power plant if they wanted to they could have done anything yeah i just love like the vatican could do whatever they like spiritually that makes like hollow bob Iger going around in the Iger mobile like it, like his very own version uh, of the pope mobile like with it with like disney robes i saw a video lo- of the pope like riding around the pope mobile which is apparently like a mercedes like a very nice thing and the audio from material girl that song playing over. <laughs> oh. I was like, this is really bad sacrilegious <laughs> but also kind of funny so this is about Disney uh, has found a leader for its metaverse strategy. So if you can't just avoid Florida, they're going to get you in the metaverse. It doesn't matter what. The thing is, the that's terrifying. Yeah. Like, did they just elect a czar of the metaverse? A metaverse yes. czar. A, commis- a, a, a metaverse commissar. I'm going to be He's... openly hostile to the metaverse every time we do this. I want everyone to know that. Like, I am anti-metaverse. Yep. Me too. Stop. Okay. Yeah. It's not enough to just not want to go to the metaverse. You have to be actively anti-metaverse. Yes, actively anti-metaverse. Chapix, yes. uh, so it says, Today we have an opportunity to connect those universes and create an entirely new paradigm for how audiences experience and engage with our stories, he continued. Unless it's, of course, an old story that they will censor and not let you watch in its entirety because Dizzy is censored and stupid i added that part at the end there believe it or not uh (laughs) this so-called metaverse which i believe is the next great storytelling frontier uh, and the perfect place to pursue our strategic pillars of storytelling excellence innovation audience and focus i saw some words missing there you know i didn't see diversity i didn't see equity i didn't see inclusion anywhere there that's a that's suspicious disney check your privilege as far as i'm concerned did you see the you weren't here when that when i did this did you see the um metaverse thing where they built uh, like a a a 9-11 they rebuilt the ground what? zero at 9-11 and made like a 3d like you could like walk through ground zero i've never heard something so dystopian isn't that just disgusting like who approved this that was nothing because it's the weirdest what? wild west of the internet that's only going i feel to like it's bad being things. framed as a new wild west as like a good thing no it's but not it's literally not. It's highly controlled. It's highly controlled. And it has these illusions of freedom, which means yeah. it's just going to be entrapment for people that they don't like. This is nothing this is, like the early internet. There was a... It's just unnecessary. It's so creepy that they're like, come have a fake life on the world that we control and own. Mm-hmm. Like, do not we tell do this. you stories. Anti-metaverse, hard stop. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, it says, for nearly 100 years, our company has defined and redefined entertainment by leveraging technology to bring stories to life in more impactful ways. So that's their, that's their pitch for why you should join the metaverse. Just imagine Mickey creepily walking into your metaverse hotel room right there in your bedroom with his paw like, like going like this to you. Absolutely not. No. I want to make a pitch to everyone out there. It is time to start buying up every disney vhs tape you can find oh yeah they're going to alter all of those movies and they're going to restrict that content and like they already some of those things are classic parts of childhood whether you like them or not buy them because one day they won't be around and you will be able to sell them for food yep. and we're all going to survive this dystopian world it's, but uh, i'm actually not kidding you really should if you see them at a thrift thrift store or at a flea market you should buy the because anything that's getting streamed or anything that is 
metaverse entertainment mm -hmm. is open to interpretation and or censorship or alteration mm -hmm. of any kind we've had that discussion you're going to be you're we're going to be driven nuts in 50 years when we're watching something and like i don't remember it happening like that and they're not going to tell you that it's been yeah. altered it's kind yeah. of like stealth but editing. no i'm going to remember that happening eventually. in shows that i've already yes. streamed well that's what i'm saying that's what's going to happen you watch it once you're going to re-watch it someday and be like this is not what happened it's like, it's like stealth editing in newspaper articles where you mm -hmm. read an article and then you read it back later and you're like am i am i did i have a I, stroke i've seen what? that happen with shows that i have watched in the past like <coughs> two years that were released and then i went back and it's like oh they pulled something really quick that might have gotten backlash yep. and then you never hear anything about it mm -hmm. i wrote an article for the site yesterday about a nascar driver who has to go through sensitivity training because he tweeted something that used a family guy clip that was considered racially insensitive and as i was researching the story it turns out the family guy clip in question doesn't exist in any streaming form of Family Guy. You can yeah. only get it on YouTube because they've tried to delete it. Yeah. Like, weird. this is creepy and weird. And I don't know. I, I just don't trust the metaverse. The fact that they have elected someone like, well, let's do a background check on sweet Mark White. Yep. Weirdly, suspiciously <laughs> innocuous name. Yeah. Doesn't even sound like a real person. Just, Hi, it would be I'm difficult to search Hello. My name is Mark. I'm going to walk you through your metaverse journey. I Just wanted dead to, eyes. We wanted to say John Smith, but <laughs> we didn't want to be too obvious. Plus, we have a John Smith in Pocahontas, right? So, Well, no, he's out now. We deleted him. We deleted John Smith. He will be that deleted. That was problematic. Yes. Uh, Song of the South, gone. Um, a lot of those old I'm ones. I'm telling you, collect all of those VHS, tape, VHS tapes and blackmail Disney later. <laughs> <laughs> Not blackmail Disney. Uh, I, 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 you should. Uh, I'm so proud of my two co-hosts who understand how how dystopian it's going to be when everything is censored and all the media that you grew up loving has been ruined by these huge corporations that yeah. in a lot of cases didn't i mean with disney this is a little bit different but a lot of these other companies that are doing it didn't own these properties to begin with they buy them because that's what happens right a an individual a storyteller somebody that is passionate about their craft creates something beautiful unique and then a soulless piece of crap corporation that hires people that don't even sound like real people because they're a, a dead-eyed person who's going to control the metaverse and they hire people like that and then that what was once a beautiful piece of art becomes nothing more than a corporate product that has been designed for you to be to be basically watered down for you to consume more easily right. uh, and that to me is abhorrent well, as far as I'm yeah, concerned like these stories used to be at the very least a diversion from daily life but they're ideally enriching to your life and now this is just taking it to an extreme where uh it's like your life is the escape. Like, yeah. Yep. It is the diversion. It's escapism. It's voyeurism. It's life, life. is not life. Mm -hmm. I, and, and you're supposed to not like life. You're supposed to right. perform. All these forms of media are developed so that you feel addicted. You want to watch the next episode. You want to click again. It's flashy. It's bright. Your brain is literally biologically attracted to it. And like opening up the door of the <clears throat> metaverse and putting yourself in it is dangerous. Like I don't think this is a good idea. And I challenge anyone who is open to the metaverse to prove me wrong because there is nothing beneficial to come from it i'm with you you know what else is dangerous is TikTok for people under the age of 13. 
Right? Yes. Is that the age? It's the, the, In the internet, I think generally. that 13 is, uh, the, is their policy. I think so. So TikTok <laughs> account reportedly operated by Mason Disick appeared to share Kardashian family tea. Uh, so I imagine... He's that, gotten like uh, in trouble for sharing stuff online yeah, before. If yeah. I was a Kardashian, the most dangerous thing you could have is a kid with free access yeah, to a phone. Keep kid off of that device. Yeah. He made like, an Instagram account. No, yeah. So like a couple of years back, he made an Instagram and a TikTok account and then he started uh spilling some secret information tea. he he was on some tea he was on instagram live and i'm not sure exactly what he said it was a big deal at the time but he was saying some uncouth things on instagram live can at you, 10 years old can, which is insane can you imagine being somebody with the, who, who runs her family like that like jenner like chris jenner and Kim Kardashian, who have this iron fist of their public image in which every detail is carefully controlled and disseminated, and it just all gets taken out by a 10-year-old with a cell right. phone. That's kind of, There should be a movie made about that this as far as... This I think I'm, this kid is cool, because like you're really <laughs> not allowed to express yourself in that family or uh, actually like be male. But you know what? You know who <laughs> no, yeah. you know is kind of their weird wild card? Scott Disick. Mm. So maybe he's yeah. just like an like he's, an apple yeah, off he's the tree. kind of being like excluded from from the family now. So Mason's like, don't worry, Dad, I'm yeah, keeping the trade alive. That, yeah, anything to disrupt Chris, Grandma Chris's uh, plans for us. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. So he started this this TikTok account that was. I mean, this is all alleged. It's not confirmed that it was him. Lala0304.j. Yeah, and also an Instagram account that was connected to it that was saying. Uh, well, okay. His previous TikTok and Instagram, they got deleted because uh, apparently Kim had a big problem with them. I do no love the wonder. idea that that Kim, that the, the family is like is so good with the public, but so bad with their family that right. instead In of just taking the useless. phone away, they just have Instagram shadow ban him. Yeah. So he says, <laughs> I mean, he allegedly says, fine, I'll say even better stuff now. I'll make you have a reason at Kim Kardashian <laughs> since you are the one who paid Instagram to ban me again. She can't just call uh, Scott and it, be like, hey, can you take the kid's damn phone but, away? Like, the idea of her paying Instagram to ban him is like just like juvenile enough that it's believable that it's <laughs> him. Kim got proposed to by Pete last week and she said it's not time yet, but she wants a kid with him next year, skull emoji. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall was involved in lots of drama with Selena and Haley Baldwin, and it got really bad. Kylie did have the baby on two, two. February 2nd, 2022, and wasn't due until two weeks later, but she wanted that date. So she, she must I have had lots of hot sauce. I literally find that believable. Yep. That's crazy, the thing too. Is, some of these things I feel like you could just, as an outsider, make up, you know? Well, yeah. But sure, but it's interesting that he's not saying anything about Courtney. Chloe, there's one. Yeah, I guess there's so. nothing about his mom. Mm, Chloe, yes, I'm talking to you. You're officially back with Cheater again. Hmm. Chris, you're engaged with Mr. Corey. Oh, how cute. Okay, bye. Whatever. Kendall Funny. is dating Bella. Iconic. Want the real tea? You got it. He just goes. He grows up and starts <laughs> his own gossip magazine. This is my favorite part. I know I'm really not supposed to say this, but I'm so tired of never being able to say anything. And Kim is paying Instagram to ban all my accounts. Not fair. So I won't be fair. Sorry, not sorry. To, to a family like this, a 12-year-old with a cell phone is a nuclear weapon. In a way, he's kind of speaking in like 
if this is him, he's speaking in a precocious way that like yeah. only a kid in that family would talk. Yes. So it, to me, like, I bet you they find him more terrifying yeah. than any of the adults. Because first of all, you can't hold it against him because he's a kid. Right. And second of all, technology is everywhere. And third, you have worked for decades to curate this very specific public image that's literally being taken down by a child. And I am here for it. Love you, Mason. They, they literally we stand, Mason. They yeah. birth their own worst enemy. That's <laughs> I, the like. I hope that this kid part. grows up the, and he just like spills all. Oh, secrets. he's gonna have a tell-all book by the time he's thirteen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, uh, what they're doing and is like Chris is gonna be torn because she doesn't know whether to back him up because that's another generation, or whether she has to stand by her shoulder. original children. Well, they they're gonna have to buy him out. He's gonna be like, look, I could just go sell this tell-all book for at any point, to, at any time. And they're gonna have to like, he's gonna have to, his family's gonna have to buy him <laughs> out gonna, to not write the book. They're gonna make him sign an NDA. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing the long game. Uh, this kid is a, uh, this kid, this kid, uh, he's going places, my friends. Can I clear a shoulder? Uh, other, other side. What? Uh, what are you doing? Uh, oh, is there a boss? So, yeah. so this is, uh, other one. He, what? <laughs> feel like I'm being bullied by a stink bug. <laughs> yeah. It's been known to happen here. It's been known to happen. So I do love this idea and I hope that not, now I kind of want to like you to keep an eye on this for me. Your job is now to. I really sincerely hope that this is him. That, that that's him doing this and that. Uh, I can't it, stop this man. It is written in a, in a way that feels like it's written by someone that's very young. Yeah, young, like in but, a way, he's making juvenile assumptions about how the world works, yeah. but he's speaking in a way that's like overly mature. Well, it's like young, but people like some of the tone and slang sounds like the way the women in his family talk. Right? Yeah, like iconic. Like, like where do you think he people got might that? say that? But like he's hearing it, or like to me, it's the Mister Corey. Like if you Mr. have Corey. if you have like step grandparents <laughs> yeah. or whatever, like you don't always call them like grandma or grandpa, right? Yeah. So like. Being like Mr. Corey, like that actually might be what they call him, right? We have to see. And if, if this the isn't him, then they're expertly shows, imitating him. Which is even scarier if you as ask as, me. But we don't really know what he sounds like, to be fair. We think this is what he sounds like. I'm going to have to go back and like watch that Instagram live because you know people were screen recording that. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see where it goes. Mary's like big research pieces, like can confirm the yes. idea. I actually would love that. Here comes 3,000 word essay on Mason Disick. She's Let's very happy. Go. And his, and when he is allowed to have social media, his name should be the Mason Disick line. And then he comes on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's that, we'll, we'll get him that on. That would be iconic. That, that would be hilarious. It would be T. for him. The Mason Disick line. Yeah. Like that's like what he produces. Yeah, that's what it should be. All right, Mason, uh, we support you, I guess. <laughs> As it turns out, I had no idea. That can be a next our next merch idea is Team Mason. <laughs> yes. Love Hannah Claire, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a ball. It has I, uh, been fun. I've been liking our this weirdly themed episode. I guess uh, I feel kind of bad that the episode just drama, the, all drama, a couple like, drama always. I, I some of the episodes have a lot of movie news. Some of them have a lot of uh, regular news, like celebrity news. This one was all like relationship drama. We like I'd, to keep it a fun mix for you guys and a big seeming cauldron. I think people like to talk about their rela <laughs> like relationships and observe them. I think generally it's it's a it can be a when you're not being too gossipy it can be a like helpful reflective process yeah like I, i'd like to think that we find a like a like a middle ground between like just like trashing and, and gossiping and actually like trying to find something like substantive that can be learned yeah. from these and i think it's worth saying that like we all kind of had the same reaction to a lot of these relationships yeah, know, right? like it's a good way of measuring like as representations of a culture and of a you know age group like where our morals stand and like we firmly, it seems like, believe women can commit domestic violence. So don't hold a gun to somebody and don't hit them with metal rods. 
that's that's a, a seems good seems easy enough you'd think but for some people it's a challenge it's apparently a challenge olivia wilde send me that blazer amber heard tell me how you negotiate these men into doing your bidding i just have to know in graphic detail i'm sure Maybe not graphic. <laughs> no thanks. Tell everyone where they can find you on social media, Hannah Claire. You can find me on Instagram at hannahclaire.b. You can find me on Gab at hannahclaireb. You can find me on Twitter at hcbrimelow. And you can find me, of course, on timcast.com. Click on the read tab. Thank you so much. Guys, thank you so much. It's been fun. Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at closerkitty. No longer TikTok. And whenever I post articles on the Timcast website, I promote them on there. She also posts whenever new uh, episodes go up, we put them in story and everything yep. like that. Uh, when there's, uh, I'm the expert of clickbaiting those episodes. She does. She comes up with great titles that I would <laughs> never have that my conscience doesn't allow me to do. <laughs> Uh, guys, you can find me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic for the show. Please go to the YouTube page, subscribe there, leave comments on the videos. Mary will read all those comments. She loves that. And I'll find you and your address and, and I will respond by snail mail. Yes. Uh, it gives her life to read your comments, good and bad. Uh, after that, please go to the description box of all those videos. It links to the Spotify playlist, which is where all the episodes are start to finish. It's the best way to listen to this podcast. Uh, if you don't like Spotify, we're also on Amazon Music, Apple podcast and on pandora and on social media you can find us on twitter at pop culture underscore show uh, go elon musk uh, we're also on instagram at uh, pop culture crisis pod and we are also on facebook and on tiktok unlike mary unfortunately she just rolled her eyes at me and the one there thanks for that you're welcome <laughs> as at pop culture crisis we will be back with another episode on monday we'll see you then guys bye bye It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.